Welcome to our community, friends. I am thrilled, thrilled that you have found your way here. The shout out this week goes to the holidays, the holidays. Although I'm a huge believer in saying Merry Christmas. Do I say happy holidays to spice it up? Yes, but I think there's something to be said about keeping it traditional. Merry Christmas. You know, I feel like this time of year, we show up a little nicer to each other. Don't we? We vocalize and share our appreciation for one another. We make the time, make the time to spend it with those we love. And what a gift all of those things are, regardless of what your holiday looked like, my friend. If it looked a little different this year, if you weren't into it, whatever it looked like, may you have gifted yourself the best gift that I think there is. That's to hit the pause, which is not easy. You hear it all the time. It's it's so much more difficult than what it sounds, but to allow yourself to hit the pause for a few moments and reflect on all the ways that you have shown up this year, because it is more than you have given yourself credit for. This, I know. I also wanna thank you for making the time, making it to dial in, to listen to our content, to show up and do something for you. You know, in the Herculean sprint of our days of doing all the things, being all the things, the task list that never do, that never ends, hell, I even write myself a task list for the weekends. Seven days a week, I'm living off a task list and it's exhausting. And the person that rarely makes it on our to-do list is ourselves. And you, my friend, have done that by dialing in right here, right now, and that is pretty damn cool. To any of our new tribe members, my name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert today. That was not always the case. For 15 plus years, I had a career in hospitality sales. I was addicted to the drug of achievement. It consumed my every thought. I was always on. It's how I felt worthy. And that addiction had to bring me to my knees before I ever had a chance to get to know the woman that I never took time to get to know in my sprint during every damn day to appease people in my life, the chameleon people, you name it, I had it. And it wasn't until that drug of of achieving brought me to my knees that I took time to get to know myself. And that is when I wanna gift each and every one of you these small micro steps for putting attention to intention so you stop living on autopilot, you stop existing, you stop living just to make it to Friday, and instead you start showing up, living your truth, feeling more inspired, fulfilled, and connected, and you've created a life that you can't wait to wake up to, not one that you need to run away from. And I'm here to tell you, my friends, it does and it can exist, and you are in control of that. Welcome to putting attention to intention. Hello, my friends. Hello, 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 hello. I am recording this to you on Christmas Eve day, 
at my parents' house. Uh, if you hear me screaming, it might be because Jennifer, our little precious angel, Beagle Bassett makes 14-year-old and girlfriend goes crazy over a cookie bone. Let's just say my parents' house has a few treats and girlfriend's girlfriend's gone crazy over here. <laughs> so if I have to hit pause, if you hear me yelling, it is because this little precious angel is going a little crazy. I am uh, over here today doing my laundry. We moved into this new home. And the washing machine broke. But I'll tell you this. I'm not letting it get me down. I am not. And I am not too proud at 39 to bring my laundry to my parents' house. And in full confession, since we since we have moved, my mother has done my laundry. And I'm not, I, listen, I'm not embarrassed about that. Is there anything better than when your mom does your laundry? Reflect back to the last time your mama did your laundry. There's just something about the smell. Something about the crispness of it. Something about that basket that just doesn't have the same flair when you do it. Christmas Eve day, and I got to tell you, I am just not into it this year. I'm not. You know, I've tried. I put on the Christmas tunes. I put up the tree. I've done the Christmas movies. And I'm just kind of like, eh, about the whole thing. And let me tell you this, my friends. If anyone out there listening right now is with me and also feeling eh about it this year, I want to tell you this. It's okay. It is okay. Don't feel the pressure to put on the show, to do the things, to be the hostess, to go to the things. If you don't feel it, you don't feel it. Contrary to what you may believe, you, my friend, are human. So I'm writing you the same pass I wrote myself. And here's to mail it the FN this year. You can do that. We are releasing this episode on what is it, December 27th. So by this time, I'm sure your inbox, everywhere you fuff and turn, is flooded with New Year, New You bullshit. The rate loss programs, the relationships, the live your dreams with this planner, take this course, blah, 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 blah. And it is shoved down your throat. And if you feel like something is messed up with you, if you're not buying into it, you're not alone, my friend. And I get so like agitated about when she just gets pushed down in my throat, it makes me reject it even more. Maybe that's the stubbornness in me. And you, my friend, you know, I want you to know that you're you're not alone in this when you make the resolution, when by the end of the month, you're like, F this, and you go back to the comfort of what you know, even if it's not serving you, because you're like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not even February yet. And I want to tell you, I have been there, my friends. I have been there. Did you know? I had to do I had to do some research on this because I was so curious about it. Because every single person I know in my life that makes a res- New Year's resolution says F it by February. And 80%, yes, that is correct, 80% of New Year's resolutions fail. Why do we keep doing this shit? To ourselves, thinking that this will be the year it'll change. And then you just feel like shit about yourself 
a few weeks into it and it never works out and you go back to the old things. It's these pie in the sky ideas to make these drastic leaps and they never work. They never work because it's not attainable. And it feels like a Herculean lift. It's overwhelming. And if you're honest with yourself, you weren't even that into it from the beginning, right? A few years ago, I gave up this BS of the New Year's resolutions because it, it, it never worked for me. I felt like shit. I turned harder into the old habits that I knew weren't serving me. So trying to go on the diet and then I would splurge on the Oreos. <laughs> Listen, I can shove me down an Oreo real quick. And I would go back to those old habits of eating the junk food. Or if I told myself that... I don't know, that I was going to uh, set these parameters around work that were unrealistic, and then I would turn into the emails and the work even more. Or if I told myself that this was the year I was going to fall in love and get a relationship, I was more desperate for the relationships. And those relationships never work. It was like this spiraling effect. So I started doing this thing that I want to share with you, and it has been a game changer. Game changer. You want to talk about taking your life from existing to living. This is the exact practice that I started doing several years ago when I was trying to unravel and dig deeper with curiosity onto as to why I had this silent gut whisper that my life was meant for more. And I had no idea where to start. And it's overwhelming. You're fearful. All of these things, the voice in your head, the asshole in your mind is um, chirping at you, screaming at you. And you just, you don't know where to turn. So you just keep with the things that don't serve you. So for those of you that have joined our community, that have heard this before in speaking engagements and audiences uh, that, that I've been fortunate enough to deliver with you all, I want you to hang tight. I want you to hang tight. I want you to listen because this, this stuff right here, it bears hearing twice. You know, I always love my, my mom is a huge Roseanne fan, which listen, I can't blame her. Roseanne is a classic television for the ages. And she will always say that regardless of how many times she watches an episode, she still laughs because she picks up on things that she didn't pick up on in the last episode. And this, my friend, is no different. I call this the drawer of life exercise. And for me, it's been so much more powerful on intentionally creating this life in the way that I want to show up in it than some stupid ass New Year's resolution that I made half tuned up and gives me agita right from the onset. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to hit pause right now. If you can, if you are not driving somewhere, I want you to hit pause. I want you to grab a piece of pen and paper. Or you could use the notes section of your phone. I prefer paper because I think there is just so much power in actually putting the pen to paper. And it's been scientifically proven to help you retain and remember content You know, we forget 80% of what we think, what we hear in a day if we don't write it down. If you are not in a place where you can grab a piece of pen and paper, if you're driving, if you're getting ready in the morning, I mean, I love listening to my podcasts or any, you know, any podcasts 
that that gives me elevation and content that feeds my soul. I, I listen to podcasts when I'm driving or when I'm getting ready in the morning. So if you're doing one of those things and you're a little crunched for time, I think a great micro step commitment to yourself is to come back to this tonight before you go to bed and do this exercise. Time stamp it. See what time it is right now. Come right back to this and do this exercise at night before you go to bed. So are you ready? For those of you that have the pen, that have the paper, you ready to intentionally map out your life? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to put three columns on a piece of paper. Column one, on one side of the paper, I want you to write down these six words. I want you to think of it sort of like a six drawer dresser. These are the six main buckets, the six main drawers of your life. So column one, you're going to have three columns on a piece of paper. Column one, these are your drawers of your life. Health. Relationships. Finance. Career. Spirituality. Self-worth. I'm going to run through those again. Health, relationships, finance, career, spirituality, self-worth. Those are the six main drawers of your life. Then in column two, right beside it, I want you to think of each of these drawers and how full you are in each of these drawers, sort of like a gas tank. So when you look at your health, are you full? Is your gas tank full? Are you half? Are you empty? Same with relationships. Is your gas tank full? Are you half? Are you empty? Same with finance, career, spirituality, and self-worth. I want you to think of each of those drawers and how full you are as a gas tank. So do that now. Ready? Then column three. How do you want this area of your life to look? How do you want to feel in this drawer of your life? So I want you to put me on pause. I want you to go through these six drawers, health, relationships, finance, career, spirituality, self-worth. Then I want you to look at your gas tank beside it. And I want you to think in column three, how you want this area in your life to look. How do you want to feel in this drawer of your life? Put me on pause and do that now. You know, I just did this yesterday and it has become a yearly ritual, a yearly ritual. And I want to give you a few examples of mine. So where my tanks were the lowest, you know, when I look at these six drawers and I look at my gas tanks in column two and I see, well, where was I the lowest? And there were two main areas that showed up for me. One, in my relationships, opportunity for improvement. And what I wanted this area of my life to look like is being present with my husband, not putting him on the back burner of my task list. Making sure that when we're having dinner at night, I'm mentally present with him 
and I'm not distracted by the 757 other things going on in my mind. You know, he he will say to me, which is so true, where's your head at? And I will tell you, there are so many times that is it is in so many other places than where I need to be and with him. So I want to do phone dates. I want to do date nights with him. I want to be more present with him. And the other drawer was finances. <laughs> Have I come a long way here, my friends? Woo-wee. I was telling a girlfriend last week that there was a time in my life, not in the far past, not in the far past, when I would buy the thing and then I would cringe thinking about how I'm going to explain it to Michael when we do the monthly bills, because deep down, I knew I was overspending. And every month, every month, I would have anxiety. Whenever he would tell me, hey, let's sit down and do the bills, you know, on XX date, I would think to myself, oh, my God, like I would start to have the agita in my stomach because I would think to myself, oh, my God, I knew I overspent this month. I knew we just talked about it last month. Like, how am I going to explain this? And it would rinse and repeat. Over and over. And I I was doing it to myself. And then I finally thought, you know what? Enough of this. Enough of this. It's not worth it to do this to my marriage. Get in this cycle. It's not worth it to overspend for what? To get the new handbag? I just thought it was so stupid. So I was so sick of doing it to myself. So I put this rule in place. When I put something in my Amazon cart, I let it sit there for 24 hours. To think, do I really want it? Do I really want it? Or is this just a knee-jerk spend? That's one. And then two, here's a really crazy idea. I keep the open lines of communication with Michael. If I want to buy something that still has this sort of gymnast in my gut that tells me, oh, do I really need it? And I'm like struggling with it. Should I buy it? Should I not? I talk to him about it. I talk to him about it. And it has been a game changer for us. And here's what I've learned, my friend. Whatever your relationship around money looks like, whether you're by yourself, whether you're with a partner, whatever that looks like, open communication, even with it's with you, by you, for you, it is key. And this drawer of my life finances, it, it could use a little bit more gas. And it's around pricing myself in this business, not discounting my prices. You know, I find that a lot of women struggle with that when it comes to doing their own thing and Quote, you know, what their pricing looks like, and you're so quick to discount it or give it away. And I, I want to make sure that I am being more fair to me and I am knowing my worth, I'm quoting my worth, and I'm allowing myself to rise up off the laundry list of things to do in a day. Because just like you, I think that I'm superhuman and I can do 85,000 things. In 24 hours, and when I don't hit all those checks, then I ridicule myself for it. Just right there with you, my friend. So I want to give myself 
creative space. You know, Sarah Blakely, I love this, talked about using her car as her time to be creative, how she would create this commute time that she didn't have just to be in her car with some silence. And I found the same for me. I love to be in the car, away from the screen, the creativity it gives it me, music off, silence. So I want to make sure that I am giving myself creative space to see ways to evolve this business and build this community and do it in different revenue generation opportunities. And my friend, I want you to take a look at your drawer of life right now. And I want to tell you, congratulations. Congratulations, because this, this is going to lay the intentional roadmap for the year ahead. Where are you feeling depleted? Where do you, what do you want that drawer of your life to look like? And if you want to take it up a notch, you want to kick it up another notch, I want you to go to microstepjournal.com. I want you to download the four-step journal process. You can do this in five minutes. You can do it in 10. You can do it in 15. The time you do it is up to you. It's doing it. I use these four steps every day. Use it in conjunction with your drawer of life exercise. What's one small little promise that you can make in one of those drawers of your life where you're feeling the most depleted? I have for the past seven years, and I'm telling you, it'll change the way you show up. And when you start working on you, it's a ripple impact in your life. You show, you read the emails differently. You show up at the boardroom differently. You show up for the customer meetings differently, for your colleagues, for your team, for your family, health and wellness, spirituality, finances. All of it changes because it begins with you. So what do I mean about making one small step in one drawer of your life where you feel depleted? Let's just say your relationships were empty, right? It is you booking the date night with your partner or getting yourself on the dating site or book the date with the friend that lights your soul on fire or book the date with yourself. When I was single, I can't tell you how many times I would even just go out order food and sit at the bar and treat myself to a fancy cocktail while I waited for the food to be delivered. It was a gift to myself, not scrolling on the phone, putting a little pen to paper, drinking that nice cocktail by myself, waiting for my food to be done. It's that small little thing in the relationships that'll fill that drawer. If it's health, if your health was feeling depleted, It's committing to moving your body for 20 minutes at lunch. Maybe that's one small commitment. Did you know that moving your body for 20 minutes, it doesn't need to be a Peloton workout, doesn't need to be a Barry's boot camp, doesn't mean you need to feel like you're going to throw up. Even going on YouTube, looking up an exercise for your body, you don't even need to leave your living room and doing it for 20 minutes, it can cut depression by 30%. My friends, it's not about the time. It's about making the promise and keeping it to yourself. Here is to effing the New Year's resolution. Freaking F that, get out of here. And adding this practice instead. Standing right beside you, my friend. Carry on with intention. Here's to the year ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you 
for taking the time to be here. And most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. Do me, do yourself, do your tribe a solid. And if you liked what you heard, please do share this with three members of your tribe that would benefit from this content. I am a huge believer in the power of sharing content, especially when the message is around putting power back into your own life. If you feel inclined, please comment. Please rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, carry on with intention.